We're here with enough, enough chips enough in the house. Dude, Rocklahoma 2008. It's a little soggy, but... It's like Woodstock in 1969. Okay. <laughs> that's what I, Actually, I was at the one in 94. Same thing happened. The one in 94 wasn't as good, though. Uh, well, I didn't go to the one in 69. Neither did I. I was born then. But, I, I, <laughs> but my mom and dad told me they consummated me in Woodstock. No, I think that uh, could turn out here. Rocklahoma's always been good two years in a row. Yeah. you got some great bands on the bill, a lot of rock stars, and it's good to be playing the same stage as everybody. We have uh, a brand-new Enough Snuff album. It's called Dissonance. And it's out right now. Today's the first day out here at Rocklahoma exclusively. You can get it. And then you'll see you'll see it on all the websites, you know, Rhapsody and E Music and iTunes. That's good. And then we'll look around for a label and see if anybody's interested in putting it, you know, playing yeah, with us. Put it in the stores. But we'll, we'll get it in the stores no matter what. I'd like to put it on my label, Stony. But there's a couple of major labels without mentioning any of them, Atlantic, Warner Brothers, that are interested in hearing it. So <laughs> without mentioning any of them. Well, you got the original band on it, and you have Jakey Lee from Ozzy Osbourne playing the whole record. I think it's there up some interest. I think that helps elevate the perception a little bit. In any case, it's our 17th record. We're excited about that. It's a blessing. If you would ask me when I put this band together back in 1984, if I'd still be doing it like this, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And anything else, I'm just proud to be able to put some good music out and not put out any crap all through the years. It's always been solid records, at least in our minds, it's solid records. And we write the songs for us, and if we like them and they, and they stand the test of time, we give them to you guys. And I, I want to thank all the fans out there for all your support. And I uh, hope to see you out in your hometown sometime this year or next year. 8,000. You can count on News Channel 8's first alert storm team. All right, let's check in where a lot of music is on tap. Chief Meteorologist Frank Mitchell joins us live from Rocklahoma and Pryor. How's it going, Frank? Well, it's great. The weather's great. On stage right now is Living Color. You might remember their big hit, Cult of Personality. By the way, a lot of the bands that are out here had a lot of big videos on MTV back when MTV played videos. In fact, one of them I have with me right now, this is Donnie V from Enough is Enough, lead singer known for hits such as Fly High Michelle and Get High on a New Thing. How you doing? Pretty good for my age. Having Pretty a good, good time. Yeah. Now, you can tell he's not from here. He's wearing sweats in 90-degree heat. And he looks like Chicago, Kid Rock. From Chicago. Nah, Kid Rock. Nah, I'm a little older than Kid Rock, so. Yeah, a lot cooler in my opinion. All right, and you got a friend behind you. We got to just mention you have somebody behind oh, I you. I didn't even notice. Yeah, your support. Yeah. Hey, tell us what it's like to be up there at a concert like this. Well, now that I see there's a Jumbotron, I didn't, wasn't aware of that, yeah. so. My pants split open, as a matter of fact, in the middle oh, of my well, show, yeah. okay. We don't need to know any more about no, that. I, I won't go in there. Okay, it's a family good. show. That's right, it is. But no, it's great to be up there. Of course it is. You know, it's a little muddy this year, but. You know, this, I mean, these come and these go. We do this every night, you know? Yeah, I know. And, you know, for, for bands like you, this stuff never does end. But, they're, you know, for a lot of people like us, we don't get to see bands that we, like for me, grew up with unless they have a concert like this. Well, Why do you think the popularity is still there? Well, I mean, music is the universal language, and, and just it's the only way you can really just forget about everything and just right. go out and have a couple beers and just pretend like you're. it's the old days when you first met or whatever, you know, and just... Let's go out and hang and party. Remember when we used to do this? Let's go do it. They're yeah. all playing tonight. Let's go just go be like, put on our old clothes or whatever, you know. And, and that's what's happening here, and it's really cool. And it's like my first show back in, in six years, you know. Really? Yeah. And so obviously you're enjoying it since you already played. You're walking around and just having fun. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And some people are going, hey, don't I know that guy? Well, I knew you right away because I have your CDs. It's good to see Thank you. Thanks for being on Thank with you me. Thank you very much. Thank all you right. very much. Now, don't get away too far. I want to talk to you later. Maybe I can get backstage.
Welcome to another episode of the Slam Fest podcast, where we bring the premier rock concert pregaming experience from the parking lot to the podcasting airwaves. I'm Brad. So a few weeks ago, we did a general overview episode of the entire 2008 Rocklahoma Festival, which the Slam Fest crew attended. And this is the first one band spotlight from one of the individual days of that festival. This episode is going to revolve around the Enough's Enough show I saw on July 10th, 2008 at the Pryor Creek Musical Festival Grounds in Pryor, Oklahoma. And to help me recap this show and discuss Enough's Enough is one of the only other people I know who loves Enough's Enough <laughs> as much as I do. Please welcome the drummer for ZO2 and the host of Top 5 with Joey Casada. Joey, welcome back to the show. What's up, Brad? Thank you for having me. Yes, it's isn't it funny? The Enough's Enough fans are far and few between, but I am Enough's Enough fanatic. Um, we had Donnie on our show um, about maybe about a year ago now. We recapped our top five Enough's Enough songs with him. Incredible episode. I am an Enough's Enough fanatic for anyone out there who does not know this band, keep listening to this episode. Hopefully we will turn you on to this spectacularly underrated band. Absolutely. You, you expressed your love for this band on, you know, probably on podcast rock city before. And, you know, I just, I, I remember hearing it and I'm like, Oh man, when this episode comes up, I know the guy, I know <laughs> the guy who's going to join me. And then of course I went back, Joey over the last week and and re-listened to your top five with with donnie i i, I think I, I listened to it real time but, but hadn't uh hadn't heard it obviously in a year or so and went back and and listened to that yeah that was awesome god he he got into all those songs man i mean in, everything you guys threw out there he kind of <laughs> there was a story it was so great having you know when we reached out to him to come on he was all for it and you know it, it's funny because like like you said in the top there's not Enough's Enough has a fan base and they're fanatical, but it's not that large for this band that has such a great catalog. And I think when, especially when you dive deep and you don't just go on that first or second record, I think Donnie and I had a great conversation with Chip at Preachers Fest too. Chip got to, I jammed with Chip with, he jammed with, actually he jammed with us on uh, yeah, See the You Tonight yeah. during the Unplugged sessions. And Chip and I had a long conversation about Enough's Enough and, I think these guys really appreciate when people come up to them and fans dig deep into their catalog because they have such an extensive catalog that people just do not know anything about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And other than your episode, I can't think, you know, in our kind of music community, you know, podcasting community that we're, we're kind of part of, I don't know if anyone else has really dove into them. Uh, you know, as much as you guys did. And obviously what we're going to do today, I know some of them have interviewed Donnie, you know, some of the different uh, podcasts have, but I don't, I'm not sure very many have, have gotten into them. And this whole episode is, is devoted to them. So let's start with backgrounds with the band on the bill, which is just enough's enough. So how did you get introduced to them? It's funny. So, you know, obviously growing up a big 80s uh, metalhead, hair metal guy, you know, my first time I ever saw them was, of course, the new thing video on MTV. Uh, 
image, you know, I didn't care about the image and it was glammy and stuff like that, but it was just, you know, it was fitting in with everyone, everyone else was doing at the time. Just that, you know, the song was catchy right away. I immediately got the record and the record, even more so than the song, blew me away. There's some, I mean, just about every, not even just about every song on that first record is incredible. People know, of course, New Thing and Fly High Michelle, but, you know, songs like, um, Oh my God! For now, and uh, yeah. uh, she in wants more. Oh my God! In the yeah. groove, there's so yeah. many incredible, incredible tracks on that first record. That that's where I originally got into them. And then when I joined my first real original band, Playground. If you've ever listened to my my podcast, you know a lot about them or read my book, Big History. So Playground was my first original band ever. And we, when that Strength album came out. We literally, I think, it was, I'm assuming it was the summer of 91? Um, I think so, yeah. Yep. We listened to that album 24-7 in my singer's house. He, he had this animal house type party house that we would just live at for weeks and weeks at a time. And we just listened to that album nonstop. And, you know, I go back and forth with a couple of the records, What's My Favorite? Strength always winds up coming back to what as at least one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing, obviously. MTV Kid and and New Thing video and yeah, I, the the song was catchy, but I mean they, you know, their image that this kind of the psychedelic peace sign stuff. You know, I wasn't sure what to do with it, really. I mean, I you know, I mean Poison. You know, some of the other bands were obviously glammed out, but but this was, you know, kind of a different retro look a little bit, which I was starting to get into the 60s stuff and going back and going through my parents' records and and all that stuff in the end of right. the 80s. So, but that, that image kind of, and again, the image doesn't really match, you know, even the rest of the record. Like you said, that first record is, is so good. And unfortunately it got... Uh, it got kind of ignored uh, outside of the singles, but "Fly High, Michelle" I I loved it as well. I mean that "I'll Never Look Into Your Blue Eyes" line oh. <laughs> after the second chorus specifically, it's like double track or trip, whatever it is. It sounds so good. I I loved that. But then I I, I remember Strength coming out. I remember him doing "Baby Loves You" on Letterman, and and of course Stern was a big fan of these guys but you know i'm the same age and i'm going to bring up you know tom and zeus i'm the same age to <laughs> those guys so i went off to college and my i got exposed to a whole you know bunch of different stuff obviously while i was in college still holding on to kiss and you know some of the other hard rock stuff but and i, I don't i don't think that helped me you know kind of stick with them you know kind of through the right. 90s so i i circled back early 2000s i think oh, they wow. came out they came out with like a best of or something and i think i may have got that and then i but listening to that i'm like holy shit and i mean <laughs> joey i ordered everything i <laughs> i got everything is you know and and every week i was probably getting another scene and it's funny like I, I again i remember so when i got back into them it wasn't as long a break as you but you know, once that grunge scene hit, I was miserable. I hated grunge. You know, yeah. I, my music career was at a halt because the bands I was in were more like Skid Row and Extreme and stuff like that. And, you know, once grunge hit, 
it just destroyed my world because everything all the record labels that we were shopping to were like no you 280s you 280s so yeah i didn't you know i just kind of fell out for a little while of everything and enough's enough was the last band that was on my radar you know from 93 to 96 and then all of a sudden i remember my buddy my co-host on uh top five ernie he sent me this uh or he played, he literally played the cassette over the phone for me. My other buddy, Billy, who's also, uh, he comes on the podcast a lot. He had, he bought bootlegs all the time. And a lot of the Enough's Enough stuff back in the mid 90s was all bootlegs or overseas imports because you couldn't yeah. get them anywhere. Yeah. And he played me Stone um, from from Tweak, from the, the, yeah. first, the first song on Tweak. And literally ernie played it to me over the phone and i was immediately <laughs> like oh my god what's that and i fell in love with them all over again because i said oh my god the music today is so bad this is what i've been missing i still have the cassette he made me he made me a side one of tweak and the side two was seven i remember going on vacation and doing all these things and had my walkman all i had was my walkman back then mid 90s and I, I lived with those two records, especially Tweaked and Seven, for a good two years straight, and I destroyed them. I played them nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that uh, compilation I got was called Favorites. And I yeah. don't know if you remember the co the album covers that woman eating lifesavers or whatever, but it says yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thing says enough's enough. Favorites. I mean that 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 cover just screams power pop. Uh, you know, it's so bright and colorful and, and, and everything. But so did you ever see them back in the day? Yeah, I mean, I got to see them a couple times, not in like, not in their heyday, but mid 90s. I saw them a couple times. First time my old bass player from Playground opened up for them at Lemoore. We got oh, nice. to see them then. It was a great, great night. And another time we wanted to kill my old singer from Playground, Tommy Snyder. Uh, we went to, oh my God, I don't remember where it was. It was in the city somewhere. It might have been Webster Hall mid 90s and you know they were scheduled to go on around 10 or whatever it was and we were like oh before we go in let's grab a couple of drinks at the local pub rather than spending you know manhattan prices at at uh webster hall and tommy being tommy anyone who's ever seen my show tommy is the monster and he loves to drink and he you know we stayed a little too long and long story short, by the time we got up to see Enough's Enough, they were literally on their last song. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was a cover. Oh, man. And we were so mad. We were screaming at him, and we just we stormed out. So that was really yeah. the only two times I got to see them with Donnie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about so, you? So, yeah. No, this was this Rocklahoma show was the first time I, I got to see him. And I've seen him. A couple, a couple other times. Once, uh, still with Donnie, because Donnie was with them from like 08 to 13, I think time frame. So I, I saw him again, and then obviously I saw him at Creatures Fest just with Chip. Right. That's probably, yeah, that's probably it. Just those three. Just and listen, those. don't don't get me wrong. Their Chip is incredible. Oh yeah. Chip Chip is a big chunk of what Enough's Enough is, but it's not the same without Donnie. Um, you know, it's like Lennon McCartney. It's it's you, you need both of those guys. Donnie's the voice of Enough's Enough. And without, you know, as much as I love Chip and he does, I, he pulls it off. He's not Donnie, but he pulls it off. If, if I if I need to have my Enough's Enough fix, I'm going. But <laughs> I, I'll still I still would love to see them back 
as enough's enough yeah their harmonies their you know their oh, tone yeah. together it's just you know obviously you're a big kiss fan too is the original kiss musically better than 80s kiss better than cubic singer kiss no but they have us they have a chemistry and a swagger that you can't replace and donnie and chip have that are they musically the best version of enough's enough maybe not but that is the enough's enough sound yeah agreed agreed so moving on to the the concert so again this was the second year of rocklahoma so rocklahoma started in 07 and that's what it, i mean it was a onslaught of 80s you know it's changed right, of obviously course. it's still going now but it's completely different but this was the second year enough's enough was on the 07 one but it was just chip at johnny monaco and Randy Scott on drums. So they were just a, they were just a, a three wow. piece. And their set list was just six songs. They played Kiss the Clown, Heaven or Hell, Little Indian Angel, There Goes My Heart, Baby Loves You, and New Thing. So they must have been pretty early, good set. early. Yeah, and they must have <laughs> been early on in the day, but so then they come back in 08, and this was with Donnie obviously coming, coming back. So that day, of Rocklahoma, July 10th. So it was Jet Boy, House of Lords, Vane. Wow. Enough's, en Enough's Enough was in that slot. Then LA Guns, the Tracy Guns version. They actually had, do you remember that NXS Rockstar show? Of course. So this was the runner up. Marty Casey yes. was his name. So he was on vocal. And then they had Dawkin, Sebastian Bach solo, and Brett Michaels closed. Oh, very um, nice that day so that was the day just to give you an idea of where where enough's enough fit in uh yeah yeah bill. and as i said donnie was back after being gone since i think 2002 so i think he was he had been gone for about six years and and came back and i believe this was the first show they only did like, like a handful of shows in 2008 and this might have been the first one so set list wise and i know i sent this to you joey and you were asking me if i had any any recordings or anything of the show and i, I gotta say brad some... this was there's a lot of prep work that goes on to this podcast <laughs> i mean i was ready to jump on today I, I look over brad's prep work he's got about 12 13 pages for me to look over he's wants deaf three pages of summaries and definitions and i gotta have this was a lot of prep this is not like doing prc or top five <laughs> or those morons from shout it out Loudcast. we i just wing it I had to do some prep work for this. A little bit of prep work. Yeah, a little take you out of your comfort zone a little bit, right? Right. So, but this set list, I kind of pieced together from stuff that I found online because it wasn't just a, it wasn't on set list FM. I mean, some of that stuff's obviously out there, but it wasn't there or some of it was there and there's some video. So I kind of pieced it together. So this is, this is what I got. So kicked off with Heaven or Hell, Little Indian Girl, Baby Loves You, for now, Lazy Daisy, Fly High Michelle, New Thing, and then they played three covers. And kind of, you know, at these festivals, obviously, there's yeah. people that they know, and so they end up uh, bringing people on stage. So they did Revolution, Come Together, and Stephen Adler hopped up there on drums, and then Knock on Heaven's Door. So you had Adler. Joe Lesty, I think is how that's pronounced, Bang Tango, Tracy Guns, and some young kid on guitar. I don't know if you saw that video or anything that I sent. I, I sent I all those I sent all those links. I don't know who this kid was, but there was a kid on guitar 
Um, and I'm not sure why Adler was, I'm not sure why he was there if he was on a, they had like some second stages too. So he might've been, Adler's appetite might be, might've been on one of those second stages. So this is the set list that, uh, that I came up with. So four songs from the debut, two from Strength, and then nothing from Animals with Human Intelligence through Question Mark. One song from Dissonance, which hadn't even been released yet. And then three cover songs. I mean, listen, do I like that set list? No, because I, I know, you know, I love, I actually don't love animals. I know a lot of people love animals. I don't love animals, but, you know, Tweak, Seven, Peach Fuzz, all that stuff, even 10. And, and I, I love, love, love those records. And for them to leave all that stuff off, it hurts me, but I get it. You know, they, just like Kiss does, Kiss is not playing a lot of songs from Creep. Uh, well, they do play Creep, but... A lot of songs from the elder and you know you got to play to what the fan base is and especially like a festival like that they're obviously going to know the first record the most they're going to know the mtv hits they're going to know a little bit of strength and they're going to know covers right so yeah. that's the meat of their set and i get it yeah yep agreed agreed you know and i had uh, really gotten into them obviously the first half of the the 2000s so i when they got you know announced for this i was like and he was going to be singing. They're bringing Donnie back. I got really sure <laughs> excited, as as you can as you can imagine. And but I, I get it too. I mean, it's an '80s, you know, throwback uh, of festival. Course. That you know, what are they what are they going to do? So again, Donnie on vocals, Chip on bass. I, I again, I want to say it was C.J. Suter, S-Z-U-T-E-R. He was only there, I think, briefly. You know, kind of looking at the timeline. Uh, of their of their members and then randy scott on drums uh as well but yeah i mean they were fun it's still daylight you know it was in the middle of the day you know three four o'clock probably time frame i thought donnie sounded great awesome. uh too many covers obviously yeah. um but i but i get it and you know get their get their set list uh in general but it, it was good to see him it was good to see him back and again he he was with them then for the next you know five or six years uh before they before they split up again but uh it was and, cool. and I, listen i get doing the covers you know i saw, i remember seeing striper a couple of years ago and i you know it was they weren't on that covering tour anymore but they were kind of in between covering or whatever that the next album was maybe it was fallen i think what the next album after what that was but i went to see them in the city and and striper's one of my favorite bands you know literally like my top three four are Kiss, Enough's Enough, Striper, Beatles, you know, yeah. Van Halen, they can interchange. Kiss is always one, but those other ones are always interchanging. And when Striper did a predominantly cover set, I remember literally texting Chris Jericho at the concert, like, dude, what the fuck is happening right now? I'm so mad. I want to hear, uh, I want to hear, you know, stuff from Against the Law. I'm waiting for God we trust. I'm, I'm yeah. so mad. And, but, but again, I get it. I'm so glad, again, Striper's one of those bands, even maybe more so than Enough's Enough lately, they've been releasing such incredible music that I'm glad they are doing some of that live. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, hearing the one song from Dissonance, and so Joey, this was interesting because I must have been right before they played it, saying, hey, this is a new song, and we've got people walking around the pavilion selling kind of a 
I guess, kind of a bootleg type copy of it. And I bought it. Oh, that's great. You know so, what? Let me see that cover. So that's what I have. Okay. So it's is missing. That the it's only got it's only got nine songs on it. It's missing None of some the covers, times. right? And it doesn't have the right, it doesn't have right. the covers. Right. So I, I <laughs> and of course I think sometimes, right? That's the song that Chip is Chip singing on that, right? I think so, I think. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So um but I mean this was fifteen or twenty bucks, I think, and they just <laughs> they just had uh women i think walking around you know <laughs> selling these now, crazy things. question i i'm a little unfamiliar with this time uh uh what i know jake jakey lee co-wrote that whole record did he do shows with them at this time or he I never played with so. them i don't yeah, think so I, either right i yeah and you know i was even wondering if it was almost originally kind of a ghost player but it's on here it's yeah he's he's jakey a co-writer lee i think on every song now it's so funny like even when i did the podcast with donnie that's if correct me if i'm wrong that's the last official release with donnie right yeah yeah donnie was all about that record he, oh i he know heard, you know, he <laughs> kept going back to it and and i'll be honest and i know you know we have a segment coming up later about this and it's it's not even close to my favorite record it might be one of my if not my least favorite record with donnie which is funny yeah. Yeah. um it just doesn't have the it, i get it it's a little bit of a darker record Mm -hmm. I like the pop sensibilities that that you know that just enough's enough has their Beatles cheap trick sound. That's what I love about them. And dissonance went a little bit dissonant, if you will. <laughs> great, uh, great title though. I yeah, think, great. Uh, you know, that's just a cool, uh, cool album and and or song title. So, so yeah. So getting the getting a new song uh, was cool. We actually, yeah, somebody. Had brought we, we we camped you know we had a group of uh gosh probably 10 of us and had you know multiple had a fifth wheel and had some pop-ups but somebody brought obviously a boom box and i remember yeah after or the next day i think we listened to the whole album which was cool i'm like holy shit i didn't even know this was <laughs> in the can and then i think it officially got released maybe later that year when they added the other added the other song so anyway right. it was cool to see him obviously cool to see him with with donnie a little disappointed in the in the set list and now onto the concert calendar so enough's enough's got a handful of dates for the rest of 23 and a couple in 2024 on august 25th they'll be at the farm to bottle festival in Wilmington, Ohio, August 26th, Brower House, Lombard, Illinois, August 31st, Felton Music Hall, Felton, California, September 1st, Coach House Concert Hall, San Juan Capistrano, California, September 2nd, the 44 Sports Grill and Nightlife in Glendale, Arizona, September 3rd, Rainbow Barn Grill, West Hollywood, California, and September 23rd, Artie's Bar and Grill in Frenchtown, New Jersey. And then in 2024, March 2nd, starts the Monsters of Rock cruise out of Miami, Florida. And then March 9th, they'll be in the UK at Tivoli in Buckley. So for more information on those shows, including ticket information, visit the Enough's Enough website. So now on to the band on the bill spotlight. We are 
we are going to create a enough's enough oh set. yes now this so. is where this is where the uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of research went into it this is not easy well no and, tell them, and hold on tell the people the criteria here this is ridiculous well yeah and even before that joey when i was thinking about this segment what, what are we going to do i want to cover the whole discography you know what's the best way to do this do we do our favorites you know least favorites off of each album i'm like oh my god that'll be a three-hour episode so do, do we create our own best of and then i thought no let's with kind of the disappointment in the set list let's create our own 20 song set list as though they were headlining one of the nights of of rocklahoma and, and don't get there's only one rule there's only one rule joey use every record <laughs> you gotta use at least every record <laughs> at least one song from each of the first 11 studio albums so going from the debut through through question mark so and again don't get me wrong i love it because again I, I say it on my show all the time i love doing these podcasts because it it forces me to go back to do stuff right so i mean obviously i i have my own enough enough playlist i listen to frequently yeah. but i haven't dove into the albums individually in a long time i just i have my right 90 song playlist whatever the hell it is that i just kind of put it on repeat all the time on spotify but i really dug a little bit more into the records thinking of set list rather than because my favorite songs are not going to make the best set list exactly so i, I try to make a better set list maybe than i would have just picked 20 of my favorites absolutely and that's yeah exactly if we were going to make our own compilations or whatever of their songs right. it would be completely different right <laughs> than a than a set list and trying to go through hey here's the first you know kickoff song here's what they're closing with all that stuff right and and it's More fun because we do that on prc all the time too it's much easier it's much easier to just pick songs you like but to try to build a cohesive set list that <laughs> enough's enough fans will like i don't care about the regular fans but enough i think enough's enough really fanatics will like my set list yeah <laughs> nice. now nice. before we dive into the set list a couple quick questions so I, we're recording on video right now Yes, I had asked Brad earlier if this was a video recording as well for, for a couple of reasons. One, Brad, I have to, I'm going to ask you a question. You got to answer to me immediately. Answer me quick. Ready? Yeah. Are you standing right now the whole time? I'm standing. What the fuck? Why the hell are you standing for the it, for an hour? You know what? I, I'm I'm a stander for. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If I'm at means, a bar, if I'm at a bar with people and people are sitting up at a, you know, at the bar, I, I'm gonna stand. You know, That's for tailgating. Still, I, listen, <laughs> yes, tailgating. You're at a bar. You're tailgating. You're I'm not sitting in a lawn chair. I'm standing up, and I, I just. But I, there's you know nobody to mingle with. You're a, you're sitting with me by yourself. We're talking. Why the hell you're you're making me very uncomfortable? You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I don't know if I, I don't know if that's ever come up. But I heard somebody talk about it, and I can't remember who it was. So I think from from day one, yeah, I've uh, I've stood. <laughs> and and on the flip side, it's funny because, like I said, I, the re the real reason I asked you if we were videoing this call, and obviously the, the the viewers don't know this. Maybe you'll hear a little of this every once in a while, a little scratch. I literally have poison ivy all over my body right now. No! No! Oh no! I I have gotten two shots in my ass over the last two days of steroids, 
Um, oh, I'm covered. I have welts all over. Them. I don't know if you could see that. Yeah. Oh God. That's yeah. my origin point. I have welts Ugh. all over my body. So between me profusively scratching <laughs> every part of my body, including my ass and balls, and Brad mm. weirdly standing the whole podcast, this is this is gonna be interesting, folks. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Well, and then to add on to this, I, I kind of cheated a little bit on this, Joey. You're you're gonna you may throw a flag on me. I don't like it. Um in the in the middle of it. But so 20 songs. Let's we're gonna do two at a time. Yep. You know, you you go two, I'll go two, 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 and we'll kind of we'll work our work let's our way it. through it. So Joey, why don't you kick us off? What are your first two? So I'm going to open, I got to open up with it with a hit. I got to open up with something the crowd's immediately going to know. We're going to start with New Thing. It was their first song, their first, probably, man, maybe not their biggest song because Fly High Michelle was bigger, but it was their first hit. People will immediately recognize it from those opening hits. Da, 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 oh, yeah. da, da, da. So I, I think it's going to get the crowd into it right away, whether you know them, whether you don't know them. It's super hooky. Yes, was it a big hit? Is it overplayed? But God damn it, it's a good song. Holy crap. It and is. then I'm going Absolutely. straight from there. I'm going to go into a song off Paraphernalia. Uh, oh, a song I always love. Great bass intro. Ain't it funny? Oh, nice. Nice. I, you know, I, I was just thinking about, I was kind of wondering, what, what's he going to start with? What's he going to start with? And, you know, there are bands more recently, you know, and legacy bands that start with hits. I mean, they, they're just yeah, art, you know? To me, again, because again the criteria wasn't just a show you were like kind of a festival headliner right was the criteria <laughs> right. yes so it wasn't just like a club date which i would have went with something a little rarer so for a festival headliner you gotta at least hook. i, I almost went back to back hits and i said nah uh i said let me go just one hit and then dive a little deep yeah yeah what do you All think? Right. so my first two uh, yeah with regards to the festival I, I'm having the band just say "fuck them." We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do whatever we want. So, no, I mean, actually, I think they're. Uh, I think Chip is starting with this song right now on the shows they're doing. But "Rock and World" off of Animals. Wow, really? Face. Just yeah, yeah. Heavy riff, that scream. Oh, at the beginning from Donnie, amazing. And then I'm sticking. <laughs> I'm sticking with animals going a little more mid-tempo, and they're going to play superstitious. Right, basically, right as rock and roll ends, they're just going to go right into, right into that riff. Love of, it. Of yeah, it's why I like doing these. Those are two songs. Uh, I know, I, I know that album. I don't love that record. Never mm -hmm. dove deep into it. I, I, I know it by heart, of course. But I'll go back and listen to those songs tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I think uh, they played Superstitious on Letterman. I think I saw there's a YouTube of I that. I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. God, it's such a such a cool uh, such a cool version. Haunting, kind of a haunting song, but uh, kind of complements Rock and World. Rock and World's real up tempo, and then okay, we'll get let's we'll keep keep with the heaviness, but slow it down a little bit. So, all right, what do you got for three and four? Three and four. I'm gonna go uh, with Tweet. Off of Tweak, the next song, Life is Strange. Love nice. that song. Such a, a cool mid-tempo, eerie type song. And then, I don't even know why. People ask me all the time. My fourth song is my favorite Enough's Enough song. I don't know why it is. It doesn't have the biggest chorus or the biggest this, biggest that. It's just something. Something about the melody and the pro chord progressions 
I just, every time I hear it, it it's, it's the perfect melody for me. It's long enough for me for Peach Fuzz. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I like already. I mean, you've got, I think, yeah, you got different albums represented on the first four. Yep. You're sticking to the rules, Joey. I, I well, I mean, Brad, when you send me 27 <laughs> pages of rules, I'm, I'm trying to do my, I'm doing my best here. And again, you're 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 not only sitting down; you're sitting down at your kit, right? I I'm sitting at my double. So I I, mean, I have a lot of kits. If you look around, oh, okay. my yeah yeah yeah, there's kits <laughs> literally everywhere. There's an electric kit right here. But that's yeah, but that's where you're most comfortable. So oh, I get it. it. I get I'm not it. comfortable right now because I'm scratching everywhere. But Brad, <laughs> here's my suggestion: find a place where you're as comfortable as me to just sit down and relax. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can tell by my my outline. I can't relax. I, it I got, I, it got, really tells I'm, me a lot I'm, about you. Yes, <laughs> I'm a bit. I'm a busybody. I can see you writing that 69 page outline <laughs> while standing. Possibly, possibly going to the bathroom. It's it's all 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 could be true. All could be true. All right. So next two. So going back to the debut album for you, which they played oh. on on the set already. Just. What do you say? <laughs> just, just such Wait, a great song. You mean for now, right? Or for now? I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, I, yes, mean, yes, yes. I mean for now. Yep. Such a good song. Such a good song. Incredible song. Maybe and my favorite song on the first record. There you. Hey, I'm, yeah. I'm almost right there with you. And then going to strength, and the, and a hit off of there, baby loves you, with oh, yeah. which I think uh, the Ernie. I think Ernie had that as one of his five, uh, right? I believe. I'm going to go as far as to say that might have been one of Ernie's wedding songs. Oh, <laughs> not joking around, because he he always called his wife baby. No, I, I'm I'm 99% sure that was one of his wedding songs. Yeah, nice, nice. Yep. All right, great picks. Five and six. All right, so I'm going to go. These two are a little definitely different from each other. My favorite song off question mark. How are you? Just maybe my favorite ballad that they've ever done. It's just Donnie's acoustic. What an incredible song. So and good. then the song that got me back into, which I mentioned uh, before, the song that got me back into Enough's Enough after a little bit of a layoff, the opening track off of Tweaked, Stone. Oh, God, yeah. what a great hook. Great, 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 great song. All right, so track, let's see, five and six for me. So five, again, they've got, they've got a bunch of slow... You know, I yep. won't even call them mid-tempo. I mean, they're it's slower than that. Uh, songs, and I, I think, I think the best one is off of Animals, and it's taken a ride. Good Just song. that vibe and all of the delay on the vo on the vocal again. Yeah, slowing it down after. I mean, I basically had four upbeat songs you to kick it you off. Love your animals. What do you have? Five songs, three from Animals I, already. I've, got three already and i'm not done yeah i wow. do i do i do like i do like animals and then after that go into peach fuzz and let it go love it and i i mean i think that that pre-chorus in let it go might be the hookiest just bubble gummy <laughs> i gotta I'm tell gonna... you i always go back it's... and forth you know my favorite record strength paraphernalia even seven is up there every once in a while and then i say to myself 
I don't, God, peach fuzz is just about perfect. I, yeah. So yeah. I agree. Love that song. Opening track with peach fuzz. Yeah. Yep. I just want to be the one who will kiss your pretty face. Oh, oh God. It's Great just, song. it's just so good. Actually, I think the pre-chorus is better than the chorus of that song, but in any event, great song. That's my five and six. Beautiful. So I'm going to have my first pick from animals. And I think my only pick from animals. Okay. I'm going to go with right by your side. Oh yeah. Hooky yeah. bubble gum. Great yep. stuff. And then maybe the most powerful song in their catalog, the title track off the second record strength. So nice. strong. And again, you're right when you said they have these these low, dreary, mid-tempo type songs. I, I try to stay away from them as much as I can to make a, a exciting set list. But enough's enough is what it is. I want to create a set list that's going to captive, captivate not only the audience, but show who they are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great picks. Great picks. All right, seven and eight. So I'm going to paraphernalia and going with unemotional yeah. which is again a weird kind of a, I, I i struggled with whether or not i want to have that in the set list or not i love the song but i'm like gosh would, does this work and then i thought you know what it does work because it builds and yeah. builds and during the outro jam i mean it's it's so good and his vocal on that chorus killer he's so hot <laughs> she's so unemotional Fantastic. oh so good and then back to animals. I know. Oh I'm my God, heavy. One step closer. Oh, good song. Ah, getting you away from that loser. <laughs> Every little move you made. Oh, one step closer to you. Great. Just love the harmonies. Great pop song. Pop rock, man. Yep. Pop rock. Yes. Good stuff. Great song. Yeah, I mean, if animals comes out in a different year, that's a big record. <laughs> yeah, but it's yep. also. I mean, like you said, you like the. More of the harmony, you know, the yeah, kind of the it's a little bit. They go, pop. I mean, it's dark, one step it's closer, and right by your side are the two more yeah. bubblegummy ones, and those are my two favorite on the record. Yeah, the rest of it's yeah. kind of dark and yeah, and heavier. So, all right, my next two, uh, back to Peach Fuzz, and I told Donnie this on my show, no joking around, one of my favorite holiday songs ever. Happy oh, yeah. Holiday. Awesome. It's so great. He told the story when it was supposed to be featured in Home Alone 2. Right. Uh, yeah. I had no idea of that story. It's such a fantastic song. Jesus, if you don't know Enough's Enough, when Christmas time comes around, put on Happy Holidays from Peach Fuzz. It's the it's perfect. It's on my holiday mix, for sure. Me too. With yep. Perry Como and with... <laughs> Same with Tundin me and my Muppets. wife and kids. Every time it comes on, they say, what the hell is this? The hell Shut is up and listen. <laughs> uh, and then I think, this is, correct me if I'm wrong, our first repeat song, I'm going to go for now off the first record. Nice. Right? That's our first repeat, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, our, that's, yeah, that's interesting, too. But again, it also shows how good this band is. <laughs> I've said it many times, and it's probably sacrilege, and people are going to vomit when I say it. I will put their catalog up with the Beatles. That's how good and extensive their catalog is. And listen, Kiss, I always have it on a different plane. Everything, you know, everyone knows I love Kiss more than anything. Right, right. But Enough's Enough, their catalog speaks for itself. They don't have, with the exception of one, which is my next song, I think they have one little bit of a duddish type album that I don't really love. But yeah. 
everything else is great. And the Beatles did too. I didn't love every Beatles. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So next two for me and they're, yeah, hitting the midway point of the show. So I went to seven and so sad to see you. Yeah. Which is a real, you know, it's got that great riff. Almost has a skid row. I, I put down a skid row feel to it, but then the, the chorus, you know, in, is more melodic and anyway, kind of a kind seven of an is odd another song, incredible cool. record. Lots of yeah. songs on that record. And it's funny when when we when we interviewed Donnie and for anyone who wants to go back and listen to that, it's uh it's on my show Top Five with Joey Casada. Uh, it's the Enough's Enough with Donnie uh, Donnie Vi episode, but the. The seven album, or some of the albums that we brought up to him, it's weird when he recaps them. You know, I'm thinking of it, we're looking at it as a fan, so all we know is that this is a great record. And in his brain, he's like, nah, that's a mishmash of demos, and right. we didn't want to do anything. They just forced us to put something out. And, you know, it, so it's so funny to hear, like, the band's perspective of some records where I think it's one of their greatest records, but they see it as like, oh, no, that was like thrown together last minute. I, I wonder, is there is there history on like when these songs were actually like demoed or recorded and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I wonder if there's any documentation of any of that, because it'd be interesting to look back on, obviously. So right. my second, yeah, or my, let's see, that was nine. So number 10, I went to the Question Mark album and Home Tonight which again acoustic based almost yeah. has an rem feel to it but that chorus take me home where i know where i know i'll be all right i'll be gone today but home tonight ah just that melody Whew. so it. good that's so an album good. i had no hopes for when it first came out and i it wasn't something that i loved right away but i slowly fell in love with it yeah 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 all right 11 and 12. all right so i'm leading off so this next song is really a it's from an album that i don't love and i don't know why i don't love it it's one of those things i say it all the time aerosmith is a band that i should love i should love aerosmith they do everything that i love they have that bluesy rock and roll steven tyler sings his ass off joe perry's guitar playing is exactly what i like joey kramer uh it the band is exactly what i should like and you know what i just never put aerosmith on i don't like them i don't know why I like some songs, but it's not a band that I, I just gravitate towards. And this album has that same feel to me. I should love this album. It has everything that I like about Enough's Enough on this record, but Escape from Blue Island, I just can't get into. I don't know if it was the time I got it or the bootleg copy that turned me off, but the only song that I, I had to pick from it, you know, with Brad's 111-page rule book, uh, Saturday, just because it was an upbeat. Yeah. You know, I figured it was a fun crowd uh, participation type song. Yeah. Nice. And then my second one, back to the question mark album, Hang On For Life. Oh, I think nice. Chip is singing that too, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I like he, Chip he sings, having a lead here and there. He sings that gorgeous, I think, which yep. is the yep. first song on there, right? And then, yeah, I think he had another another vocal uh, on there. Good. All right. Okay. So here's, here's where I may have cheated uh -oh. a little bit. So... You know, they've got so many good, mellow songs. I mean, I've, I've you, talked don't about Don't throw it. a medley in here, Brad. Don't you dare do it. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you are doing? I did Son it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I did it. 
So I put hold together. On, let, hold on. Pause the, pause the recording. I'm going to change my picks. I'm going to I'm going to put a 26 song medley in next. Unreal. So just a four song, just one verse and a chorus Disgusting. of these songs. <laughs> You've already mentioned two of them, too. So the first one. So it's just about whether it's just Donnie out there with an acoustic you know maybe chip out there harmonizing with him a little bit but so my heroine which oh, what a great song he probably wouldn't be a big fan of singing it at this <laughs> at this point but that i've got that from tweaked i've got you got a hold on me from 1985 i've got stoned and i'm saying strip it down and just uh you know just just obviously donnie Love and chip it. uh in there and then just donnie spotlight on him how are you which you already mentioned and that i mean my wife loves that song joey absolutely i mean when i played it whatever however many years ago for the first time she's like who was it's that perfect. it's perfect and it was great it was it was great it's so one I, of those songs when you hear it you, i get mad that i that i didn't write it that's how i like oh it my so god much. i mean those lyrics are just yeah in the chorus are you doing? Oh so my good. God! It's just it just grabs your heart and and pulls it out. So okay, so that's my that's my number eleven, and then they the band comes back on and they kick into Fly High Michelle, which <sighs> so I cheated. Listen, I respect it. <laughs> I cheated on my show show all the time. I'm just <laughs> frankly a little disappointed in you, Brad. I'm a little disappointed. You could give me the heads up. I would have stayed on you with you for four hours and done 23 song medleys throughout the whole, the whole night. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So my next two, I'm going back to paraphernalia. Yep. I'm going to go with invisible. And oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, what a, yeah. That was close. That was so close to making my list. Love it. Great love song. that song. And the only song, I mean, I, I really do like this record, but it was a record I, I discovered later, the 1985 record. Uh, I like a lot of the songs, but there's so many great other songs and albums to choose from. The one I picked from this is I'll Be the One to Love You. Just love nice. that song. Yeah. Just, you know, again, bubblegum, catchy, poppy. That's what I love. Nice. Look at that. And you're, you're staying within the rules. Joey, you're such a good boy. You're disgusting, Brad. Sit down, goddammit! <laughs> I don't even have a chair in this Sit room. Sit on the floor. <laughs> Tell your wife to come in and just kneel and you can just sit on her lap. <laughs> All right, so 13 and 14. So here's my only pick from Blue Island as well. I think you said you only had one uh, from, from that album. So I went with Rollerblading in the Shade. Yep. And again... Just a, a kind of an odd, almost the verse is kind of like rock on David Essex. Just the the way that that's delivered or the kind of the melody of that verse. But then that chorus is so, is so power pop. What's it's your take on that whole record? I'm curious to hear another I, fan's take. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm I don't not know sure why. To, I really I'm don't know sure why. I'm not sure what to do with it. Well. Yeah, me too. I don't because I only have one song <laughs> from it on yeah, here. Yeah, I think it's it's almost like this like the songs there was like mishmashes. They never went anywhere. Like there wasn't those big hooks 
there were or no, great I parts. Lied. And... I, I have one other song later. Sorry, oh, here we go. I do have, I do have one in, other one. Is that in your next encore medley? That's uh, yeah, that's multi- multiple encores. But no, <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's just is, yeah, I mean, Saturday is good. But yeah, the rest of it, when I'm just looking at the track listing right now, it's just nothing, nothing yeah. pops, you know? It's just one of those things. So, all right. And then uh, I went with fingers on it from 85 again just how it it just k almost chaotic at the end just the out you know the outro jamming and there's all this going on there's it's just uh it's just cool and then again great harmonies on the chorus and that so, was going to be my other pick from 85 if i had room if you had to yeah yep. okay well if joey I'll, I'll let you add one if you want i'm not going to do it brad because i play by the rules god damn it <laughs> my next right. two um i'm going back to seven Again, one of my top three Enough's Enough songs ever. It's no good. Oh, yeah. It's just so hooky with all the percussion. And it's just it's a, it's just such a different song. It's not that typical rock power ballad or rock poppy hit or driving car song. It's just so such a different feel. It, and it shows really the, the extension of Enough's Enough, you know, musical and talents and, you know, just broad base of different instruments being featured in songs what a great song yep and then so i'm going to close out my regular set before the on two encores i have and i'm going to close out with heaven or hell yep love love heaven or hell um opening track off the of strength soon as i heard it, it it gives you the same vibe as new thing except it's a little bit heavier a little bit thicker just a little meaner but still poppy and great Nice, nice. Yep, and they, obviously that was on the the set that I got on this on this show. I think they kicked off with it. Yeah, I think actually. so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So fifteen and sixteen for me. So Blue Island. Obviously, I have one more song, and this is it. So can't wait. Which yeah. is the second track on there? You know, it's a rock. I was back and forth. That was my other one. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very, very cool song uh, overall. And then now this one. Joey, I'm I'm curious what you think of this song. I mean, you, we've talked a little bit about the Question Mark album. So I went with Man with a Woman. Yeah, I, I, I listen, I really like that whole record. So, But that uh, song just starts. <laughs> so I'm not sure how they'd, they'd have to come up with an intro or something because it just point. starts into the verse, right? And it's kind of... <laughs> kind of you know mid-tempo but then i mean that chorus and the horns and the the harmonies i mean they they may have to get some other people to help with you know how thick that right. uh that and correct chorus me if i'm is. wrong this is one of the albums too that donnie was like wow that's not even real, really an album yes it was yeah 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 it was it was and he i think he mentioned when you talked about how are you he he said i had a hard time getting that song on the album Wow, which is just, uh, just I, I don't understand. It just that shows logic. you the stupidity of record people and <laughs> who's ever funding these records. Exactly. So if they come up with an intro for "Man with a Woman," it, it could make sense yeah. in this part of the set for me. So that's what I went with. Sixteen. Nice. Uh, oh wait. Uh, so what am I up to? So you've got four more. Oh, I do. I must have. Hold on a second. Are you sure? Right. One, so two, fifteen three, and four, sixteen. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17. No, I, I said 18 already. Unless I skipped something. Oh, I think I did skip something. No. Oh. 
Did I say hang on for life? Yes, right? No. no dude. Yes, I did. Because I said, uh, remember I said I wanted um, Chip to sing something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, how are I you? Said, let me, do you have mine written down or no? <laughs> I, I started to. Well, if you were sitting, you'd be able to write stuff down, Brad. God damn it. So here, I'm going to recap mine. Yeah, count recap them. Ca- count for me. I will. New thing. Yep. Ain't it funny? Yep. Life is strange. Yes. Long enough for me. She wants more. Oh, mother's eyes. Did I say that? No. Mother's maybe not. Mother's eyes. How are you? Tweet. Uh, stoned. Right by your side. Strength. Happy holidays. For now, Saturday. Hang on for life. Invisible. I'll be the one to love you. It's no good. Heaven and hell. That should be eighteen. So how did we get? Did we get off when I did my cheating? Maybe, or I think you I know, forgot. I've been scrolling, so it's on my. It's like on my notes. Yeah, I might yeah. have skipped one. I I don't remember saying "Mother's Eyes," but that's the only one I missed. I think. Yeah, that's. So why I don't think you that's... go again? Why don't you go again, and then because I know I have my eight, nineteen, and twenty encores. Ready. Okay. So if you remember, yep. my last two songs to close the set were "It's No Good" and "Heaven and Hell." Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, what we'll do is I'll do my next two. You do one. I'll do two. You do one, and then we're there. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what happened. Okay. And if you need it to post anywhere, I'll send you a copy of this too. Oh yeah, no, that'd be yeah, yeah. That you be, can't take notes while you're jogging in place. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you you didn't realize I've got a I've got a treadmill, one of those walking <laughs> treadmills underneath me right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so seventeen and eighteen for me. So let's see, one of your guests, I think it was Billy, is it Billy Z? Was also yes. on that episode. So he picked The Way Home, Coming Home, which, yeah. of course, Donnie said that's two songs. Yeah. Um, but it's one And song. it really is. You know, obviously, listening to it, it really is. But I'm, you know, as a fan, you're thinking, oh, my God, they're brilliant. Listen to how they put these two songs together. And it had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> had nothing to do with anything. No. So, um, but, yeah, maybe just have uh, Donnie at the piano, obviously, for that first buck and a half uh, yeah. of The Way Home. And then kicks in, you know, again, heavy, mid-tempo riff uh, for Coming Home. And then sticking with the home theme, then they're going to play Bring It On Home. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> From Animals. So there I am. There's my there's my five songs. Five songs from Animals. Five out of five. Yeah, that's a lot. I that's mean, a listen, lot. If you love the record, I get it. And, you know, it's almost too much, though, because I'd rather have a little more balance. Um, but, ah. This is the way it. Well, when you you know when you have a sixteen song medley in there, you really pick thirty five songs, Brad. So <laughs> five, you know, five out of thirty five is not bad. I, I'll just wait for my next two medleys. That's that closes out my show. Here we go. <laughs> All, All right, right so, so give your nineteen. So my first encore, really the poppiest, hookiest song they've ever done. Um, fun video off of ten. There goes my heart. No, oh, yeah. It's God is if you like bubblegum pop, if you don't like this song, you are a complete idiot, Sonny Pooney. <laughs> You're dead inside, right? Yes. <laughs> if you don't like, yeah, if you don't like that song, uh, hooky, hooky, hooky. I mean, Definitely. please, if someone's listening to this, email me at top five with Joe gmail.com. If you don't like this song, please email me. The song is There Goes My Heart. <laughs> off of the album 10. Tell me why you don't like the song, and I will reply and tell you why you're Why you're wrong. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. So then my uh, 
Well, yeah, so I can just do my 19. So going with the song you kicked off your show with. So new thing. Not going to close my show with it, but yeah, obviously have to have it in here. And it's great. I mean, it, it is, is as much as it's, uh, you know, the hit or whatever. You got to have it. You got to have, have it. it. Yep. So that's my 19. All right. Yeah, and I'm going to go plain too for my, for my 20th. It's not going to be that rock and roll all night type ending song, energy and confetti. I'm going to go with their biggest hit, undeniably, Fly High, Michelle. It yep. is such a powerful song, undeniably a smash hit. It's just, you know, again, I try back and forth with Enough's Enough. I, I don't want to taint what they are. They're not this high-energy band. They are a singer-songwriter band. And I'm going to end with, you know, the ultimate singer-songwriter song, Fly High, Michelle. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So after new thing, they're going to go, obviously they're going to go off and come back on and just play a fun, you know, kind of, kind of goofy, upbeat song, but I'm going to 10 and they're going to end with bang on. <laughs> Good song. I like, you know, I love that song. <laughs> it's a great song. I, that that I lead melody almost kind of reminds me of the cult. A little bit there's 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 almost some cult in there and then obviously the gang chorus is great and and uh kind of funny lyrics about banging whatever right <laughs> but 10 10 is another one of those very underrated records it's one of those oh, records yeah. that you know when i first heard it of course i immediately gravitated towards uh they go with my heart and then um her heart's no good but she's got a pretty face is that the title i forget what the exact title yeah. is uh, but then there's so many other good ones like Beast and you know Wake Up and all. Oh, so, Beast! Uh, yeah. Beast almost made it actually yeah. on here. Um, great, great song. So, well, good. Look at that. And we didn't have that. We didn't have that many overlaps. We had Did some. We, yeah, we had new thing. We had Fly High, Michelle. And for, for now, for now. <laughs> Three Is off that the it? first record. Was That's that the only, hilarious. You do, I don't think you did Heaven and Hell or Strike, right? No, I didn't. Yeah. That's yeah, so great, we only though. had three, three overlaps, and they were all I from love the first that. record. And really, those were the three singles of the first record, right? <laughs> right. right. Yep. So everything else, yeah, everybody listening, go check go check these songs out. You know, you're, you're, you're missing out, definitely. I mean, yeah, I missed make, out. Make two for... unique unique playlists and tell us what you like better. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll throw it up. We'll throw it up on the on the Facebook. Page Mine is better see. for just scratching your whole body while having poison ivy, and Brad's is better while while standing for you know sixty two hours straight. And cheating, and of course, yeah. and, and cheating. <laughs> I love how you sent me these rules, Brad. You have to follow these rules, or you get the <laughs> Gong Show hook. And and meanwhile, Brad is like, Nah, I, I do what I want. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I intimidate people with 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 pages and pages of of outline, and then I break the rules myself. So there you go, there you go. Okay, so on to the Slam Fest tip of the week, real quick. And we've already talked about this a little bit with regards to the cover songs, right? That they played on this, and how you know how how do you feel about a you know a band? I mean, enough's enough. I'm calling a big band. I mean, they're a legacy band, but they've got so much material. And instead, they're playing a cover song. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it depends on what song and what band. But, you know, go back to Kiss, the Asylum Tour, right? They were playing what? All kinds oh, of different covers. Oh, Susanna. Oh, Susanna. Yeah. 
I mean, won't get fooled again, obviously. Right. I mean, they maybe we're playing with a whole lot of love a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah, to me, I'd rather hear I'd rather hear original. I, I get it. They're they're having fun, right? You know, the bands, you know, having fun by playing something that was influential to them. But as an audience member, as a concert goer, I'd rather hear an original. And listen, I'm I, you know, I'm 100 percent with you on that because I'm enough enough fanatic. But I, I understand what they do. You know, even this Beatles thing that they released. And I, I understand mm-hmm. because they aren't a mainstream band. They're just not. As much as True. I want them to be, and yep. as much as you want them to be, we're big fans. I want them to play this deep, deep catalog. I would go watch them every night of the week, play 20 different songs until <laughs> right. I heard every song. I'd, right. And I would love it. I would enjoy every night. But I get it. You're playing a festival and you got eight songs to play. You got to play your two, three big hits. And then you got you could play a couple of other catchy songs, and then you throw in a cover or two. I mean, yeah. you know, I was supposed to go to the Brett Michaels Party Gras show last night. I saw some of the stuff that he did. He's doing cover songs. He's doing right. you know Sweet Home Alabama. I get yeah. it. You gotta please these festivals, and mostly what Enough's Enough's is doing is a lot of these festival stuff. I'm sure on their sure. local shows, they're not doing a lot of the covers. But I will tell you, one of the covers that I absolutely love that they do on that Cover to Gold album, believe it or not. From uh, oh yeah, greatest greatest American greatest hero. American hero. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. one of my favorite songs of all time as a kid. <laughs> hearing that song on the, as a soundtrack song, and when they did it, I was I just loved it. But I don't want to hear it live. No, right, right. I mean, at Creatures Fest with Enough's Enough, I, you know, they were still playing some of those Beatles. Right, they started yeah. off with Magical Mystery. Uh, I think, but did they did they do like did they do a whole Beatles set at 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 Creatures? I think they did. Right. I, yeah, they did. Like. I think they did. That wasn't at night. That wasn't the opening for Ace. They didn't do it, but they did it on like right. Sunday or something. Right in, yeah. in the uh, in the merch area. I think, in right? the merch area. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, but anyway, yeah. So, first time seeing them and and seeing the three, of course, two Beatles songs. You know, that wasn't a surprise <laughs> with Revolution <laughs> and Come Together, and it was awesome. You know, I in the yep. in the moment. Yeah, it was it was cool. We were we were all getting into it, but looking back, if you on had it, to if you had to pick, Brad, what would be your number one enough's enough record? <sighs> you had to. It's going to maybe change every day, like my Kiss albums do. But today, what's your favorite record? Well, uh, yeah, and, and almost based on my set list. I mean, Animals, Animals is up there, but I am actually a pretty. I I like the Question Mark album. Yeah, I just do. I, there's just something, you know, I mean, Man with a Woman is almost one of my favorite songs. How Are You's on there, Home Tonight, Gorgeous, you know, I, yeah. it, uh, it it's up there. How about you? Yeah, again, mine changes constantly. Like I've been saying throughout the show, for a long time it was strength, and then it changed to paraphernalia. I can't deny also, and I know this is cheesy to say how incredible the first record is. Well, sure. Right, um, I, right. I can't pick it just because it's like picking Destroyer. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, right. I, today I'm going to go with Peach Fuzz. I think it's yeah. it's such a poppy, hooky record. And correct me if I'm wrong. This is the record where they tried to release it under a different band name. I think it was called Brothers or something, right? I, I think that's I think that's right. So yeah. the story that I've always heard was enough's enough. You know, I guess this is mid nineties now, 96, you know, 96, yeah, right. Yep. Um, and obviously that, that genre of music is dead. And from what I remember is, you know, enough's enough. If you don't know them from the glam 
hippie type enough's enough image from the 80s enough's enough could be cheap trick they could be the beatles they could oh, be yeah. Oa oasis at oasis that time. yeah you know definitely. what i mean yep. so i think what they tried to do was become oasis and release this on un literally under a different rec a different um uh, title uh band title overseas and i think they called it brothers and it didn't hit of course i think people saw right through it but it was a great right. idea oh yeah oh yeah and yeah spe speaking as peach fuzz and the the hidden track kitty that's a great song yeah <laughs> in itself and i don't know again the whole hidden track thing that was a that was a cd oh yes cd era thing i never really understood <laughs> it, it. I mean, I guess you could still do it on streaming, but the problem is that last track you'll see that it's 12 minutes. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. What the hell's going on with this? Oh, I see. I see. They're cheating. They're cheating like Brad did on the episode, <clears throat> right? Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So now to close the episode out with a which side are you on? So we are going to take the album that they played a song from. wasn't technically released yet. I bought a copy at the at the show. We're going to look at the twelfth studio album, Dissonance, released officially. I think April twenty second of '09, at least is what I what I saw. Produced by Vinny Cataldo and Enough's Enough. I don't know who Vinny Cataldo is. No charting, obviously, and no certifications. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, obviously? <laughs> with this album. But as Joey mentioned earlier, Jakey e. Lee, which I don't know the connection there. Do you? Do you know what I, the connection I know. is? No, I, re I yeah. really don't. I think yeah. Jake was doing nothing at the time. And I, I really have no idea. <laughs> they, it, it, on paper, it does not look like a match at all. No, it doesn't. But the, the lead work is great uh, on the on the album and yep. again i'm i'm not a musician and I, i'm talking to a drummer here so this will be interesting because i think there's some different there's some interesting i don't know is it interesting time signatures going on in some of these songs or what the hell's going on here? yeah it's i mean I, i'll preface this with saying i wish you would have picked a different record because i really yeah. don't love this record i really I, something about it i just don't love it's a darker record it's i can tell donnie and chip didn't write this record if that makes sense yeah, I think yeah. they had a lot of influence from Jake, which is, and I love Jake. Badlands, that first Badlands record, oh, and, God. and the second one, first yeah. Badlands record is one of my favorite records of all time. So I love Jake, but those worlds, I don't know if they mesh. I don't think they collide. Yeah, and you know, I, I just didn't love the product. I, I like some of the stuff. I think it's okay, and I revisited it heavily after Donnie was really praising it when he was on my right. show. Right. I just can't get into it. So, you know, to even pick a side. Well, the sides are totally different. Yeah. And I, I think if, I think the I, first side is dark. It's got the one mellow kind of, you know, uh, heart, you know, good harmonies, yep. melodic song, roll away. But the rest of it's, you know, for the most part, pretty, uh, pretty it's heavier. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, listen, if I have to pick a side, which I really don't want to pick a side, but if I will, I'll actually pick the first side just because I, I yeah. do like Dissonance. I like um, Lazy Daisy. I like Roll Away. Yep. Yep. Some of the stuff on the second side is okay. Sometimes I don't love Sometimes. I don't know if I love Joni Lynn. They're okay. The whole record is just okay. For me. So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, the sides don't matter. Yeah. But you know, and the, the other thing, the, the, the bookends of side one, 
kind of the the beginnings of both of those songs, Dissonance and a High, they almost sound the same. They've yeah. got kind of the you know kind of the interesting uh, <laughs> percussion go, going on. It just that they they sounded really close. But now how about how about track two on side two, Joey, your old band name? Yes, playground. <laughs> and I mean, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, and again, it's hard to find lyrics for some of these later albums uh, online. But this is so funny because he talks about. <laughs> lay down i make your body my playground and i all i could think of and i know you're a big seinfeld guy was oh was george God. getting <laughs> getting busted i don't understand you i really don't you have nothing better to do at three o'clock in the afternoon i go out for a quart of milk I come home and find my son treating his body like it was an amusement park. <laughs> treating your, your body, body like, like an amusement, amusement park. park. Oh, it's the best. That's all I could think of when I heard it and oh, read the lyric. So I'm like, good. oh my God, that is so good. That is so funny. But that song is uh, actually pretty hooky and, and almost like some monkeys. I, I almost heard like monkeys uh, stuff in there a little bit, which is, which is cool. So side two, I think is has more variety um joni lynn i'm not a i'm not really nah. a fan of i kind of like everything else um but i i'm with you i mean side one i think is is just better is a better collection and again um, when i say i don't songs. like it there's really not an album that i that i hate i sure. really do like all the records um yep. even some of the stuff chips do and now i like but yeah this album is not one of those things that i go go put on yeah yeah, you know what you bring up? What Chip's doing now? There's some good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. There, there really is. You know, it's it's interesting, interesting to listen and to. And then if you listen, you listen to some of this the Donnie solo stuff. If you take the Donnie solo stuff with the good stuff Chip's doing, <laughs> you got great enough enough records. Donnie it's, Chip, if you're listening, exactly get together. You're both still <laughs> playing. You're both touring. Bands are listen. Everyone hates each other. I do a show with that disgusting animal, Sunny Pooney, every week. I hate him. People work together with they. Hate you make each it other. work, yeah. For you good, make it work. for good product. Exactly, exactly. So, all right. So we both go with side one, off of dissonance. All right, Joey, we made it through. Did I? All the rules were followed. I checked all the boxes. You, I sent you, you were, all my yeah. notes and my essays, whatever else you you asked for. They're all in, in your email. It's yeah, I, I just like I like making people do homework. It's just it's just it's just what I what I do. I will tell you, <laughs> if this was a band I didn't absolutely love, if when I opened up your homework, I would have said, Brad, I'm sorry. I'm I reconsidered. <laughs> I thought about it. I do not have the six weeks to dedicate to this one episode of podcast. Well, and I appreciate it because I know, and anyone that listens to the podcast Rock City or follows you on Facebook, you are busy. But anyway, so Joey, tell people where they can find you and, and what you got going on. Yeah, again, I'm all across social media. Super easy to find. Joey Casada, C-A-S-S-A-T-A, -S -S -A -A, all across social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, I have my own show called Top 5 with Joey Casada. We literally list our top five favorite things of pop culture and childhood and toys what, what, whatever it is you name it albums and songs and it's just a fun reminiscing podcast if you love growing up in the 80s and the 70s take a listen we, we do all sorts of topics like growing up as kids what was our favorite stuff that we you know played in the street 
just real reminiscing topics. It's it's a lot of fun. And then of course I'm on I'm on uh, Podcast Rock City every week on Sundays live at 7 p.m. with uh, Joe Lee and and that disgusting Sonny Pooney. And right now, of course, I'm, I'm I'm busy. I'm always on the road. I play with my band, my original band, ZO2. If you guys haven't heard of us, it's called ZO2. We had our show called Z Rock on IFC uh, many years ago. We did two seasons. Guest stars galore: Dave Navarro, D. Snyder, Sebastian Bach, anyone who ever you know was in the industry and a comedian and a musician, they were on our show. Check that out. You can you can get that stuff on my YouTube page at Joey Casada, or I think it's streaming on. Roku TV right now. I think both seasons okay. of Z-Rock are streaming on Roku. Yep. And I, I released my autobiography a couple of years ago called Start With The Dream, a, drummy, a drummer's journey from rock and roll to TV to Broadway. Just about my life. If you're a big Kiss fan, a big rock and roll fan, it's about me growing up as a little chubby boy uh, in New York City, loving Kiss and how I you know, did nothing and just loved drums and loved Kiss and wrestling and followed my dreams. No one was going to ever tell me I wasn't going to, you know, do what I wanted to do for a living. So it's a, it's a fun, feel-good story, uh, some goofing around. And then I tell all about myself touring with KISS. My band Zio 2 toured with KISS. We have a lot of stories, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff with Gina Paul. Check it out. It's on Amazon.com. It's called Start With The Dream. Did I hear that there's some new music from Zio 2 possibly? There is. Uh, we got some big announcements coming over this summer. Um, I think nice. you're going to be hearing some stuff from us in the late fall okay but um i don't want to give the official announcements away yet but yes yep. you will vo2 is back nice. uh we'll be playing festivals all summer we'll be playing stuff all through without the winter and check us out for some new music we just released we just played the whiskey a go-go last yeah. week we just released that whole full concert on our youtube page pro shot pro sound check it out uh zo2 uh, on facebook on uh youtube nice nice all right. Well, thanks again, Joey, for taking the time to go through this. This was a this was a blast, and hopefully, we can expose some people to this underrated band. Absolutely agree. Now that we're done, Brad, please go. God damn it, have a seat. <laughs> I will. I will. Thanks again, Joey. Good night, everybody. See ya. Did anyone see Enough's Enough live during Donnie V's return to the band from 2008 to 2013? If so, when and where, and what were your thoughts, memories, or stories from that show? What would be your ideal 20-song Enough's Enough set list, drawing from their first 11 albums? And last but not least, what are your thoughts on Enough's Enough's 12th studio album, Dissonance, from 2009? Side 1 or Side 2? Let us know your thoughts by emailing us at slamfestpodcast at gmail.com or request to join our private Facebook page at Slam Fest Podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Slam Fest.